the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Greetings. Thanks for coming along today for the Friday edition of The Ride Home. I hope that uh, wherever you are, you're looking forward into the weekend. you got some free time. Uh, you know what? I, I don't know if this is true, Kathy. I was just thinking about this because people are driving home right now if you're, if you're working elsewhere. But coming in to the studio... Traffic on the parkways is really weird. Have you found this? Now, look, you're coming in from the north, but I believe this. Squirrel Hill Tunnel, Fort Pitt Tunnel, it's a mess. It's a total mess. What happened? I don't I mean, know. It's always been a mess. But I don't know. More... I don't know. And here's what I was thinking today is that, like, all of a sudden, there'll be a day when there's, like, no traffic. Right. Kind of like COVID times. And then today... It it's was all backed crazy. up. Oh, it was crazy town getting through the four pit tunnels. I, I thought, know. what is going on? Why? Yeah. I, then I thought, well, maybe it's Friday. This is, I, I don't know. I, I, I find the traffic right now totally unpredictable. It's unpredictable. I mean, there was a time where you could kind of go, traffic's going to back up at the tunnels at this right, hour. Right, so I should be And right. I could judge by that. But now it's like. No, I feel like there's. And again, you know, I, I know that there has been spent, I'm sure, millions of dollars, psychological surveys, traffic pattern things, all the. What but like, the deal? But like predicting? Why traffic, I, traffic's just random. No, but why There's can't no people just it. go through the tunnel? What is the deal? I, I know this is an age know. old. It's a much harder thing to go through the Fort Pitt Tunnel because of the merge. Okay? Right. There is zero excuse for what happens at the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. None whatsoever. I mean, I'm seriously, I'm like going, everybody slows down to 20 miles an hour. And then, then they go 65 miles an hour once they get out the other end. Then they think, what happened to everybody? There's like... See, and you have to do that every day. Every day. So I pity you. I should be I nicer to you. I Christy, just, we should be nicer to him. Sorry, I do. No, no, it's just... Anyway. Christy's not going to be it. Maybe she is. Maybe I won't. What time is it anyway? Uh, it's time for me to tell you. Tell me. Your weekend has begun. Ah, uh, yes. It's six minutes past the four o'clock hour on a lovely Friday, July afternoon. Truly, all is right and well in this corner of the world, so hope it is where you are as well. Exactly. Okay. As we always do, we get underway. We look at the top news stories of the day. Kath, please give us the top four at four. Yes, I will. For Friday, do you want to say something before I begin? July 9th, 2021. Number one, Richard Branson's Virgin Galactic is due on Sunday to send the company's passenger rocket plane, the VSS Unity, on its first fully crewed test flight to the edge of space, with the British billionaire founder among the six individuals strapping in for the ride. According to the Wall Street Journal, the gleaming white space plane will be borne by a twin fuselage carrier jet dubbed VMS Eve. Have you seen this? I have. It's beautiful, isn't it? It is gorgeous. To an altitude of 50,000 feet, where Unity will be released and soar by rocket power in an almost vertical climb through the outer fringe of Earth's atmosphere. At the apex of its flight, some 55 miles above the New Mexico desert. It seems like it would be longer than that. It would be higher than that. 
55 miles above the New Mexico desert, the crew will experience a few minutes of weightlessness before making a gliding descent back to Earth. Mm-hmm. Now listen to this. If all goes according to plan, the flight will last about 90 minutes and end where it began on a runway at Spaceport America near the aptly named town of Truth or Consequences. <laughs> That's the name of the town. That's like the real it. name of the town. Number two. Pope Francis will follow in the footsteps of St. John Paul II and deliver his weekly Sunday blessing and greeting from the Rome Hospital where he's recovering from intestinal surgery, CBS News reports. Francis, age 84, had half of his colon removed for what the Vatican said was a severe narrowing of his large intestine. He's expected to stay at Gemelli, which has a special suite reserved for popes. <laughs> yeah, the hospital has the pope suite. Uh, throughout the week, assuming there are no complications. The statement said Francis would deliver his noontime Sunday blessing from the 10th floor of the hospital, an appointment that will recall the practice of John Paul, who also delivered Angela's prayer and greetings from the hospital's 10th floor during his occasional stays. Number three, John, the diorama is back. After spending a year hidden from view, the controversial diorama, Lion Attacking a Dromedary, I see, this, the whole story is so crazy. It's back on full display at the Carnegie Museum, Museum of Natural History in Oakland, according to today's trip. Now, this is a weird piece. It really is. Uh, if you haven't sorry, seen it, much ado. it, it depicts a violent encounter between two lions and a guy riding a camel with one hump. Have you seen it? Of course I have. Of course, since you I were a kid. Oh, right. A scary-looking male lion is in full attack mode as a female lion lies dead. The courier, who has dark skin, looks terrified, and the camel is pretty unhappy as well. Now, the diorama has been popular because, I'm telling you, because of its weirdness, for 120 years. But it was covered up for the first time in June in the wake of demonstrations related to system, racism, and the police killings of black people. After that, museum visitors were required to step behind a curtain if they wanted to see the display. Okay, But as of July 2nd, the curtain's gone. Okay, museum officials have to decide what to do with the diorama. <laughs> I don't get it. Seriously, 110 years. I mean, right. I know. you saw it when you were a little kid. Right. You were fascinated by it, it or is, horrified it by creep-tastic. it. It is fantastic. And then, you know, it just became part of Pittsburgh lore. Now it's people are upset weird. by it. It's, it's very oh, weird. Please. Number four. 14-year-old Zyla Avant-Garde from Harvey, Louisiana, won the Scripps National Spelling Bee last night, along with the first-place prize of 50 grand at the ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex, Orlando, Florida. According to USA Today, Zyla prevailed, John, by correctly spelling the word Muriah, a genus of tropical Asiatic and Australian trees having pinnate leaves and flowers. You know that word. Love it. And in the process, she became the first Louisiana resident and the first African-American to win the title in the competition's 93-year history. Oh, and by the way, Zyla is also one of the top eighth-grade basketball players in the United States. Very nice. A basketball prodigy, she holds three Guinness World Records for her ability to dribble multiple basketballs at a time. She hopes one day to play in the WNBA. And that is your top four. That is very super cool. Very nice. Isn't that fabulous? Okay, so what if they said to you, uh, here is this word, and you know it's a word that you commonly misspell, often misspell. Like conscientious? Yeah, okay. Okay, Kathy, conscientious. Well, I was in the spelling bee twice. What spelling bee? The scripts? At Carnegie Library. What? Yes. It's a fifth and sixth grade. I know exactly what it's like to be confronted with a word you cannot spell. Oh. What was the word that tripped you up in the fifth and sixth grade? Fifth grade, it was lacrimose. 
Lachrymose. L-A-C-H-R-Y-M-O-S-E. It's the tear gland. Oh, the tear gland. Which I had never heard of at that point, never. And my second year, it was Bailiwick. Oh, yeah. Which I had also never heard of at that point. Did you cry? I did not cry. But I was I was one of the last three for Lacrimos. Nice. Mm-hmm, but that was it. I yeah. lost. Yeah, well. Oh, yeah. Muriah. I mean, I couldn't get through the first round. No way. Get the script spelling bee. Get They'd out of here. They'd say to me, vacuum. I'd go, ah, My spelling has really declined over the years, I think because of autocorrect. You know what I mean? I just don't pay attention anymore. Right, right. You know what I mean? It used to be a thing that I cared about. No, but then, you know, there are times you spell and you go, how am I misspelling? It, calendar. I mean, I'm, I know. What is the, I know. You, Listen, I, can't I spell this word right? I know how to spell it. I said the other day, how do you spell vacuum? Yeah. It has two somethings. Is it two C's and two U's? U-U-M-M? Vacuum? Whatever it is. Anyway, congratulations. Yeah. And I'm going to go see the diorama. I am. It. Uh, see, I, I, I was trying to be really respectful in oh, talking please. about it because I know people have strong feelings. But it's just what I... Seriously, it's historically d- duplicitous and totally inaccurate. But it's been there forever. I, I, is people's feelings are hurt by that? Listen, Christy, have you seen the diorama? Do you know, you know what we're talking about? I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. You would... <laughs> I mean, you got to go sometime. It, we... You have to see it. It's crazy. I mean, it is just dis- cool. It's just dis- super cool. It's not super. No, cool. it is. It's From disturbing. a guy's perspective, you go, look at that. that. You know, that lion's up there, and that poor guy's fighting for himself. And there's a battle scene going on, and yeah. it's like you know, real animals that have been stuffed. Probably, it's cool. Okay, well, just let, let me add a little, Sorry. a little bit of um, of more complication to the story. Oh no. Okay, not only are we having a hard time figuring out whether we want to show it, whether we want to put a curtain over it, whether we want to let people walk behind a curtain, whatever it is, now it has come to light that part of the of the man who is being attacked by the lion, mm-hmm. part of his figure is actually a, a a human skull, like a real human skull. I don't know. I, I, and of course, we don't have any who that guy is. We don't know who that guy was. We don't have any permission from him because it was. It 110 was, years ago. Yeah, it was made, it was constructed by two French naturalists for the Paris Exposition of 1867, mm-hmm. and it's been on display at the library since 1899. Here's the funniest thing, okay? It is second behind Dippy. You know Dippy. Of course. Who doesn't love Dippy outside? Dippy's the huge brontosaurus that's outside, yeah. in case you're not keeping track. Uh, it's second behind Dippy as to the most popular attraction at Carnegie Museum. I rest my case because it's weird and cool. <laughs> it's not. It's, it is. It's super weird. It is. It's very cool. Really All right. Let us take a quick break. Come back. We're just getting underway. Spiritual practices, they don't earn us anything but our process of decluttering. That's our next conversation, our first conversation, the Friday edition. W-O-R-D. Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends. With the best new music. New, new, new music. New music from Chris Tomlin and Friends. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. I just gotta say, thank you, Lord. Mac Powell and River of Life. And All Together from Mike Donahue. All Together. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Brought to you in part by McQueen Building Company. 101.5 Word FM on the weekend. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. 
Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. We call him Willy Wonka. He's at a chocolate lab. His belly itched, and he would actually lay in the grass and scoot across it to scratch. And Sheba, his sister, she scratched at her ears real bad, and she shook her head so much. She wound up with cauliflower ears. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Dynavite is nutrition. When we uh, first got the Dynavite, they cleaned the bowls up real good. Her ears, they're a whole lot better. Wonka, his belly, it's all really cleaned up. He uh, flops over and lays on his back and just kicks his legs, and I call it his happy dance. They look good and even smell good in between baths. You should give your dogs Dynavite before something happens. And that's kind of like preventative maintenance. Dynavite for life. It makes them healthier and happier. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. And your dogs will love it just like mine do. Don't let pests scare off your returning customers. Get the help you need at BoozeBugStoppers.com. Get a free quote on a monthly or quarterly pest control and sanitation plan without a long-term contract that'll clean them up, block them out, push them back, and remove pests safely. Backed by Booze 100% Satisfaction Guarantee. When it comes to protecting your business and your guests, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at BoozeBugStoppers.com. The world needs more artists, or needs people who think like artists, right? For sure. Well, Scott Erickson is with us. Scott is, um, he's a touring painter, a performance speaker. He is a creative curate whose work appears at CNN, National Geographic, various magazines, newspaper outlets, book covers. He is the co-author of Prayer, 40 Days of Practice, and the author of Honest Advent, and he's here with us today to talk to us about spiritual practices. Hey, Scott, uh, welcome to you to the show. How are you doing? Hi, great. Glad to be with you all today. Yeah. Scott, we're geeked yeah. to talk to you on Friday. It's, it's been wonderful. A long time. We, we always, you know, Fridays are like, it's, you know, a little bit of a celebration. We're kind of hanging. And so we love, uh-huh. you know, when I saw you were on for today, I thought, well, this is going to be a big celebration. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. A conversation with me is a celebration. That's exactly. good. That's a good feeling. Thank you. I mean, Scott, we know you. I mean, I would say we know when we when we tend to see you, we tend to see the back of you. Yeah, mm, that's true. That, that is true. That's part of my job. Yeah, is, uh, focusing on the art. Okay, so yeah. so you know, you've been at the Jubilee Conference for a lot of years. You've been a Jubilee professional uh-huh. for a lot of years, and by John saying that we see your back, um, you're up at the front during a talk, during some sort of thing going on on stage, and you're interpreting it artistically for mm-hmm. the audience. So I got to yeah. be honest with you, you're the only person I've ever known who does that. It's always amazing. It is always amazing. Um, what's that experience like? I mean, how do you how do you do that? Yeah, it's. You know, it's a very 
particular thing. Uh, I don't, uh, it's not a goal of mine to like, you know, train and bring up a lot of people to do it. I think if it's your inclination, then you should go for it. I, I just, the way that I am in the world, I, I just am always interpreting things into an image, kind of like an image vocabulary. So if we have our word vocabulary, I'm thinking of like, what's the corresponding image with this? And so for like over a decade, I've almost two decades, I have uh, just found myself in situations where I'm like, I think I could make something in front of people to correspond with what's being said. And, and that's just been something I've developed over the years to where I like Jubilee or Jubilee Professional. I'm just like a, another layer to the experience to go, well, what would be the imagery that could go along with what is being talked about here? And so yeah. I, I've, I've learned to be very comfortable in front of people. One of my tricks is I just, I kind of just tune everybody out and I just go, here's, here's the board, the canvas that I'm working on. And I just like focus on that. I don't turn around and go, oh, there's a thousand people behind me. Um, it, but, you know, and another thing is, is also that I realized a while ago that everybody in the room already thinks I'm awesome for just <laughs> even trying to do this. So. Right. You're on your side, yeah. Right. right. So, Scott, in some ways it sounds like what you're doing is you developed your own visual language. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Like a, a set of symbols and images that can can tell a story, can, can okay. uh, lead us into a contemplative practice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, then... Since you brought up contemplative practice, um, this is something that I've seen you talk about for a, you know a lot this past year and a half on social media, um, particularly on Instagram. Um, and so, let's talk about what spiritual practices are. I know that you've written about this as well. Um, you've engaged with it artistically, and a lot of people when they get to that term spiritual practice, they think, oh no, this is going to be like boot camp this is like a regulation yeah. <laughs> like i'm gonna have to do all these things every day right. and yeah. that's what spiritual yeah. practice is yeah um i let's when we when we talk about spiritual practices often and maybe it's unsaid but often i think that we can believe that it's like something i need to do to keep my faith strong or to i don't know to uh lifting weights, you know, keep that muscle strong. And I would actually point to a couple stories that Jesus gives. One is the parable of the sower, which is this, this farmer going around throwing seed on the ground. And, you know, we know there's like one that's hard, the soil's hard, one, the birds pick it up, one, the thorns check, uh, uh, choke it out. And then the last one is like the soil is ready for the seed. And so in that story, like what's happening is like, what I would say spiritual practices are is keeping your soil tilled. Mm. It's keeping that soil ready to receive. And then, and then the other story that Jesus tells is of, of, of this, this man who owns this land, and he hires these workers. He hires some workers early in the morning, late in the morning, early in the afternoon, late in the afternoon. And then, then at the end, they all get paid the same wage. And, and what I think that parable is alluding to is that um, – Spiritual practices aren't, we don't do them to earn anything because it's not about earning. It's the spiritual practices are there to declutter our hearts, our souls, our minds from what is always being offered to us, which is God's love and grace. Mm, and excellent. so spiritual practices are a way of 
of it's not about earning. It's just about it's about kind of keeping everything out of the way of what's already being given to us. That's good. I love that. Okay, so something is always there, always ready for us. God is there, his invitation. And so all we've got to do is, in our spiritual practice, whatever it is that you define as your spiritual practice, whether it's prayer or contemplation or Bible study or whatnot, that allows that that willingness, that openness of God, that readiness to enter into Mm -hmm. us, right? He's just waiting for us. God is waiting for us to be part of him. Yeah, exactly. Now, I do think well, I think we all can maybe land on the same places that, hey, we're forgetful people. We yeah. learn throughout our lives. We're told different messages about, hey, you're not, you know, there's like some shame. You're not good enough. Right. Uh, we're very aware of our own internal thoughts, passions, feelings, things that, you know, frighten us or embarrass us. And so we can begin narratives that go, well, until I get this out of the way, then I'll finally be loved, or then I'll finally be accepted. So a lot of times spiritual practices are about dealing with that, or it's keeping the avenue of love open, mm-hmm. the avenue of grace open. Um, like, for example, so, so I mean, there's like a, you could, there's tons of reference material and things you can read um, of just like, you know, like solitude and silence and prayer. And so, you know, those are really good things. Um, uh, what, I have a couple things that I've kind of developed that just kind of help me tune in. One is I look at, like, where is apparent grace already in life? Where is something that I've been given that I wasn't in charge of? So, uh, for one, I, like, I periodically I'll just check in with my heartbeat because inside of me and in you and in those listening, we have a heart that's beating all the time that we're not in charge of. In fact, we're only alive. We're only here right now because of something that we're not in charge of. I didn't go to a store to get that heart. I didn't have to go to a temple or climb a mountain or cross a large sea. I just was born with it, and it keeps me alive. And so there's a grace that's always happening inside of me. There's a grace that's always there. That Like, I exist because of something I'm not in charge of. I love that. And I think you could take that farther with like your breath. Although we have some agency over our breath, it happens. We could, we, you know, <laughs> the orbit of our planet, like life only exists on this planet because if it's a certain orbit around the sun, I'm not in charge of that. There are so many graces happening in the world I live in that keep me alive. And so I can use that as like a touch point of going, hey, I'm alive because of something I'm not in charge of. There's a grace there. That's good. And then maybe, and that's like a physical one that I do with, and then there's like a spiritual soul one that I'll do with, which is, and the way I like to describe it is, inside of me, inside of my being, inside of your essence, we have some kind of doorway to God. We have some kind of portal. I like to call it an internal telephone. Like right now, <laughs> right now, each one of us listening can communicate to God, not necessarily with audible words, but we could like close our eyes or just, we can say a message to God. Like there is a telephone to God. So I have this internal telephone. I didn't, I didn't have to go to a store, a temple. I didn't have to climb a mountain. I didn't have to cross the largest sea to get that. It was already given to me when I was born. And so I see that as a grace. Like I always have an avenue to talk to God. Um, and so I look at these two graces as starting places for this like avenue of love. And that's, that's like just some of like a couple things that I use, um, to, to, yeah, to keep that avenue open because I, 
on the daily, like most of us, it can wake up with confronting narratives or destructive narratives that say, no, that's not true. You need to earn. You need. You should have showed up early to start working <laughs> versus later in the afternoon. What I think these parables talking about how does that resonate with you what do you think about that i love it you know and what it prompts in me it to think is and i fully appreciate and and, uh, i understand exactly what you're saying here but the grace of our heart i mean i I, this was a a complete and total gift i get that i love that and the internal telephone at any time i want to speak to god god is there and available and willing to speak with me so I think more yeah. than anything, when I think of the vastness and the mystery and the majesty of who God is, that I have to be immediately, it just makes me humble. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm so deeply humbled by the opportunity to have this moment in the sun, however long that might be, whether it's, you know, five decades, six decades or whatnot, God's there for me. So more than anything, I mean, hubris or pride or ego or anger or fear or resentment or any of those th- negative things that, you know, I can create about my own life, humility is first and foremost. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Kathy, do you have anything that resonates with you on that or brings up in you? Yeah, I just think, Scott, first off, let me just say, I, I miss the days of us sitting in the front row like a J-Pro, like, you know, trying not to get tossed out. That's because trouble. We're, because we're talking too much. You know that's trouble. Um, uh, that's trouble. Yeah, it is trouble. Um, but, like, the idea of, of, of tilling the soil, of not, um, not obsessing over the harvest, I guess what I'm, you know what I mean? And I think that's where I always tend to go. Like, what am I producing? What am Mm. I, what did I do yesterday? What's the product I'm putting out today? Mm. By the time I go to bed tonight, what do I need to have done? And Mm. that's why, that's where I, where my. You falter. Yes. And where I I lose my track when it comes to spiritual practice. If I would think about it, that it's not about harvest. It's about just the soil. Just like mm-hmm. tilling the soil, that's it, and stop there. I th- really think that I would probably my harvest would be a lot better, but I think just my the process of going through it would be healthier. Yeah, yeah. I I mean I resonate with you on that one because I can be a very like accomplished oriented person. Like, well, have I done anything Today. for the kingdom, or have I done anything instead of going? I think just simply over the last few months. A lot of my time, I try to get up before my kids because then that starts the rat race of survival. But like, I just, I try to, I just try to sit, even if it's just five minutes and just go, I'm available. What's in the way? Thank you. How can I be softened? Yeah. I'm, I'm just open. I don't know what today has. Who, 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 you know, uh, uh, a friend of mine just said like, a great question is just be like, who do I want to be today? How, like, how do I want to be available? Instead of like, what do I have to do? Because sometimes I feel like adulthood is just like this never-ending uh, list of to-do uh, to-do list <laughs> that feels like a bit of a prison. I hate that feeling. Yeah. So I instead of just going, what do I have to do today? It's like, uh, who can I be? How, who can I show up as today? That's and I would good. like to show up as a person who's willing to, who wants to participate in the unforeseen possibilities that that God is doing and the people around me and the world around me and in my own life. And I just want to, yeah, I think tilling that soil, that's just a good image for me to have. It's just like, hey, am, am I hardening up? Where, where are the places I'm getting hard? How could I till and keep that soil moist and ready 
for a seed to be planted because I'm not in charge of that planting. Just I'm just all I can do is keep my soil, my soul tilled. Nice. I like it a lot. Scott Erickson's with us. He's an artist, uh, a painter, a performance speaker, a writer, all these things. Scott, uh, before you leave us, what are you working on now? What's uh, What are you working on? Oh, my goodness. Uh, I have a show that I've been doing for a couple of years called Say Yes, a Liturgy of Not Giving Up on Yourself. And it's been on pause because of COVID. I probably will start touring again later fall next year. But I've been working book about it for six months and i literally have to turn in my final draft on wednesday and i'm (laughs) like while you guys call me i'm just like working on the last run through of everything well it's gonna be an exciting it's gonna be exciting weekend with three kids of the marathon oh yeah my wife's gracious enough to let me have some time away so i'm uh yeah so i'm just it's like that last mile of the marathon people are like you guys what about these things and these i'm like i just gotta get this race done <laughs> that's, what that's what i'm doing right that's now good. well listen well thanks for carving out you know yeah. 15 minutes for us if people want to find out more about you you've got an online presence don't you yep uh i'm most active on instagram i am scott the painter um that's the place to find me i'm on twitter and facebook a bit too but uh scott erickson art is my website and all the things there if you just type in scott the painter you'll find me. very nice Great to hear from you, Scott. Yeah, Scott. Good to hear your voice. And, Great uh, to talk to you, too. And right now, I picture your back. <laughs> we can never picture Is his that... face. Yeah. Oh, you can just picture my back? Exactly. No, that's all right. Good back. Good. Love you. Thanks for coming <laughs> along today. The U.N. has called what's happening in Lebanon the worst humanitarian crisis since World War II. COVID-19, political upheaval, a crumbling economy, and two million refugees, children and their families living in poverty and despair. But in the middle of it all, God is at work. More Muslim-cultured people than ever before are putting their faith and trust in Jesus. And on July 20th, 21st, and 22nd, Word FM will give you the opportunity to help Heart for Lebanon in bringing these hurting people from despair to hope. But you don't have to wait until then. Go to wordfm.com right now and find out how a single gift of $116 helps bring a child and their family survival essentials for the next four months and the hope of the gospel, which lasts forever. We want to take care of 100 children and their families that desperately need our help. So we're hoping you will be as generous as you can. Visit wordfm.com for details, or you can call 888-247-5499. That's 888-247-5499. We all know there's a lot of pride that comes with having your own home. It's the biggest investment you'll ever make. It's the place you'll make your own. Angie is on a mission to help you love your home by taking on all the projects that come along with it. Angie takes all the help you could possibly need for your home and puts it right in the palm of your hand. When you download the Angie app, you can find a professional to fix an emergency leak when you need it. Handling your home has never been this straightforward. But now we have Angie, your home for everything home. Download it today. When it comes to your child's education, do you feel like you have a partner in your current school? Or is it more like you're on your own? As you look ahead to next year, now's a perfect time to consider a quality Christian education with a school who will be a true educational partner for you and your family. Many of our area's finest Christian schools are offering half-price tuitions for first-time enrollees, like First Baptist Christian School of Butler. Find a school that's right for you. 
at wordfm.com slash tuitions. Mattress Firm's 4th of July sale has been extended for a limited time. Shop and save up to $500 on top-rated mattress brands like Sealy and Sleepy's. Plus, get a free adjustable base with your $999 mattress purchase. Why doing it right roofing, siding, and remodeling? As an Owens Corning Roofing Platinum Preferred Contractor, it's simple. It's in their name. They're doing it right, and it's what you'd expect as a homeowner and what they intend to deliver. Call 724-NEW-ROOF. Want it done right? Call doing it right. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and at Radio.com. Buckling up is the single most effective thing you can do to protect yourself and your loved ones in a crash. Wear your seatbelt every trip, every time. Drive smart and buckle up. Be safe, PA. Learn more at PennDOT.gov backslash safety. Paid for with Pennsylvania taxpayer dollars. We'll see partly cloudy skies tonight. It'll be good weather for sleeping. Tonight we'll reach a low of 54. Tomorrow, less humid with times of clouds and sunshine. It'll be more comfortable. We'll see a high tomorrow of 76. Sunday, mainly cloudy and humid with widely separated thunderstorms. Sunday's high, 81. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. The Ridiculous. I've got uh, ten things that Kath can choose from. Mm-hmm. She is well. This or that. Mm-hmm. The July uh, 9th edition. All right. Uh, you first and myself. You decide, John. All right. Uh, we got to say this often. I'm not, I'm not feeling real strong about this, so well, let me go first. All, All right, right. I'm okay. ready. All right. It's not feeling strong. <clears throat> Mashed potato. Mm-hmm. Baked potato. Oh. Uh, I'll go baked. Thank you for asking. All right. Wendy's. Burger King. Burger King. Hard to beat the Whopper. Growing and farming everything you'll eat. Okay. Fishing in the ocean for everything (laughs) you'll eat. Okay, so the chances of me doing either one are extremely small. This or that. Um, Okay, I'm going to say gardening. All right. Farming. Whatever. Okay. Not speaking a single word for a month. Not showering for two weeks. Okay, not I could easily go not speaking for a month. All right. Using a roadmap, using your GPS. Roadmap, bring it. What? A road- bring it. I like to lay it out, people. Right. I like to see the whole picture. A church, turn to your left and take a moment to greet your pew neighbor. Run to the restroom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll run to the restroom. Hey. hey. I will. The praise band, the organ. The praise band, hey. come on. Zoom worship, in-person worship. In-person. Bingo. Just pew it. Root beer, lemonade. Root beer. Mm. Hydrangeas, oh. lilacs. Hydrangeas. Fireworks, lightning bugs. Lightning bugs. That's my this or that. I like it. Very nice. All right, John. I appreciate that. Um, In the news, the IOC just announced that the Olympics will go on without any spectators. Mm -hmm. You've heard that story, I have. Yes, I have. So in light of that, 
I give you today the quieter than you expected edition of this or that. All right. Mm-hmm. Because there are quiet things. All right. Number one, all quiet on the Western Front or A Quiet Place, starring John Krasinski. It's a great book. I'm going to go for All Quiet on the Western Front. Number two, Roberto Clemente or Troy Palomalu? Come on. Roberto. That should be harder than that. Number three, Peaceful Easy Feeling by the Eagles or I'll Be There by Jackson (laughs) Five. I'm I'm doing Peaceful Easy Feeling. Well, are you? Yeah. All right. Number four, An Owl at Dusk or A Giraffe at Dawn? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm doing the owl at Are dusk. You? It's very nice. Okay. Very pretty. Uh, in the quieter than you expected edition of this or that, number five, Monet's Water Lilies mm. or Van Gogh's Starry Night? <sighs> this or that, John. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing uh, Van Gogh's Starry Night. Number six, an afternoon at the library or an afternoon at the aquarium? Oh, boy. I've been to the aquarium for a long time, but I'm do- yeah, I'm going to the aquarium. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Number seven, Morgan Freeman mm. or Denzel Washington? Both soft-spoken. Yeah. I'm doing Morgan Freeman. Are you? Yeah. Number eight, a bunny in your yard <laughs> or a snake in your tree? Oh, oh, give me the bunny. Forget the snake. Number nine, crushing a Ritz cracker or tearing a slice of American cheese? <laughs> Give me the American cheese. Mm-hmm. I'm at number 10. There's going to be a bonus. All right. My friend Christy. Just keep that in mind. Number 10. Mm-hmm. Plead the fifth, John, mm. or avoid extradition. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, I don't want to go anywhere. I'm avoiding extradition. Are you? Oh, yeah. And the bonus for today is yeah. uh-huh. in the quieter than you expected edition of this or that. Laryngitis, John, mm. or narcolepsy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, I think I got to go for laryngitis. Yeah, (laughs) skip the knuckle. All right. That's this or that. We'll take a break. We're just getting underway. The Friday edition of The Ride Home. Cornerstone Prep in West Mifflin provides preparation for life, supporting the goals of Christian families across 15 South Hills districts. At Cornerstone Prep, Pre-K through 12th grade students are equipped through biblical discipleship and authentic education that features the arts, sports, AP and dual credit courses, and a heavy STEAM emphasis that ensures Christian students are fully ready for life after graduation. Now offering five-day pre-K for three and four-year-olds, Cornerstone Prep, preparation for life at cornerstoneprep.net. 101.5 WORD. You're listening now, so we know you're a fan of the radio station. I am a big fan. And we want you to know that we appreciate you. I'm your number one fan. That's why we've developed the Word FM Fan Club. It's free to join, and once you do, you can take part in exclusive surveys and contests. Yeah, I love contests. Special offers. Great giveaways. Discounts. Freebies. I'd like to win one of these contests. Become a member today. Go to wordfm.com slash fan club and sign up. We're big fans. Don't let pests scare off your returning customers. Get the help you need at BoozeBugStoppers.com. Get a free quote on a monthly pest control and sanitation plan without a long-term contract that'll clean them up, block them out, push them back, and remove pests safely. Backed by Booze 100% Satisfaction Guarantee. When it comes to protecting your business and your guests, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at BoozeBugStoppers.com. 
cream for ice cream. That's exactly what's happening every day at the Springhouse in 84. We're literally up to our elbows in ice cream. But who could resist a cotton candy ice cream cone? Or how about cookie dough? Or Heath Crunch? Or even raspberry chocolate yogurt? You've just got to try them all. If not a cone, then how about a toasted almond fudge ball? Creamy vanilla ice cream rolled in toasted chopped almonds and topped with gooey hot fudge and real whipped cream. Or better yet, a strawberry ice cream shortcake made with real old-fashioned shortcakes smothered with sliced strawberries and again, real whipped cream. Jump in the car now, head to 84 in the Springhouse, where we want you to scream for ice cream. When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. In your culinary life, (laughs) has there been a time when someone said, you know, your husband came home and said, hey, um, my boss would like to come over for dinner? No. That's never happened a single time. Never. Mm Mm-mm. What about in-laws mm-hmm. or a special guest, someone that you wanted to honor or, right. and I dare to use this word, impress, mm. and you thought, I'm going to make a really special meal right. for this person. I'm going to really right. show, uh, I'm going to honor them, mm-hmm. right? And I'm going to do so by giving them the gift of a great meal. Right. You've done that? I have done that. I think cooking... For your in-laws is one of the most terrifying things that anyone could ever do. <laughs> Maybe it's just my in-laws. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah. it was it was terrifying. a life-altering experience. <laughs> All right. So whenever that opportunity arose, whether you wanted to honor and or impress someone, do you have in your culinary skill set a go-to meal? Well, this is – it's strange that you're asking me this today. Because just last weekend, I made what the family determined was the best thing I've ever made. Whoa. Just within the last five days, this happened. That's high praise. It's high praise. I mean, you think of how many years you've been cooking. I've been cooking a long time. Right, a long time. Wait, wait. So you made a meal. You had no clue that this was going to be like the home I thought, run. No, I thought I it was. was high, I, I, I felt very good about it. Really? I did. No special occasion? No. It was just, it was weekend. It was a holiday weekend. And they pulled and, away from the table, and when they were all done, and they were like, yes. "You have hit the high yes. bar. This is it." I mean, that's fascinating. I know. I it was it really? was shocking, and I the the confidence I had going into it, yeah, could have been part of it. Just <laughs> I, I, I I read the recipe, and I thought that is so that sounds so delicious, and it's it's a, a thing. It's a, it was grilling. Mm. I'm good at grilling, so I I had the, I knew I had that in my back pocket. And I just, I felt very confident that I could pull it together. Pull it, pull it together. Okay, no, wait, no. So this was just for family, though. Oh, yeah, this was just This wasn't like, family. you know. No, because who, first of all, no one's, I haven't cooked for anyone in my house in a year and a half. But that, 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 that I mean, I've cooked, I've cooked Christmas Eve for Forever decades. And ever. I've cooked Easter for decades. Right. I mean, I've cooked Thanksgiving. 
So it's not like I'm a stranger to cooking. And I, and each one of those meals, I'm cooking for 20 people. Right. But is there something that's this like... This is better. What I did last weekend was way better really? than anything I've done for Christmas, Easter, Get Thanksgiving. And you yeah. did it on the grill. Mm-hmm. All right, bring it. Yakitori salmon. What? Mm-hmm. Yakitori salmon. Which is... It's a, it's a Japanese dish. Okay, it's it's a mixture of of savory and sweet sauce that you brush on salmon as you're grilling it. It becomes caramelized on the outside on the little charred edges of your salmon that you have lovingly placed on skewers. Okay? Next to the salmon on skewers, you also have a selection of sliced zucchini and sliced red onion. Sliced zucchini no, I'm sorry, not red onion, green onion, sorry. Zucchini, green onion, zucchini, green on another. So I had like six skewers, okay? Three salmon, three veg. You're putting that sauce, that savory sweet sauce, all over the whole thing. It's a low heat? And I'm cooking. No, it's a high heat because you want to get that, you want to get that crispy burn. thing. Uh huh. Yeah. I did it on my Traeger, the smoker. Yeah. And I made jasmine rice. And the sauce that I used to, you know, yeah. to put on what top. What was that? That was, so that's a mixture of uh, soy sauce. Butter. Uh, no, there's no butter. no butter. It's a mixture of, oh, no, it's fresh garlic and fresh ginger. And then you add in soy sauce, water, and brown sugar. That's it. That's it. Sounds pretty easy. It's Again, so easy. It really, yeah, exactly, since you're not doing it. Right. It really isn't hard. It really isn't. But you reserve part of the sauce so that after you're done grilling and you have the beautiful charred caramelized bits on the side Mm -hmm. and you have your vegetables and you have your rice, you pour the sauce over your rice. Drizzle. People. Really? It really was. It it was a recipe I found in the New York Times. Uh Uh-huh. That was my next question. Mm -hmm. Where did you find the Mm -hmm. recipe? Okay, so then at the end of the meal, everyone's eating and they're going, this is good, this is good. And then they look at you and go, mom. No, that happened within five seconds of eating it. No kidding. It was the pronouncement was made. This is it. I this think is it. this is the high water mark. So then, how soon can you replicate that? Are you I'm making it one? tonight. <laughs> so, that was I'm a short it turnaround. It was. It was so well, listen. Good. I feel like I need. You know, you make something, it works. You need to make sure you you can replicate that. Yeah. You need to you know establish you know some confidence going forward. Like it just wasn't a flash in the pan. <laughs> Right. But tonight I'm doing it with chicken. Oh, which is totally different. Well, yakitori chicken apparently is where the dish started, and then the New York Times they migrated it. it for salmon. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go take it back to its original form. But I'm going to do it on skewers, same sauce, see what happens. Nice. And everybody knows this is coming? They do know it's coming. And so there's great expectation. I think there is. And exaltation, perhaps. There might be. What about dessert? Is mm. there any dessert? Uh, I can't make, I can't work, make dinner, and make dessert. Well, how about just buying this in dessert? That's fine. I have some Italian ice in the freezer. Oh, okay, fine. Because, mm. you know, a good meal deserves a good dessert. It does. Right? It does, but that's for people that don't have jobs. Right. Or who take a day off. Right. I can't manage Or they that. go and, or to the store and grab something. Yeah, you're right. Right, you could do that. Some cookies, right? Something. But wouldn't it be special, more special, if you made it yourself? Of course, it'll always be special if you make it yourself. But you know, time is always a consideration as well, is it not? Do you remember the dish that you have made also, and I have made chicken marbella? Oh yeah, oh, remember yeah. that's oh, from yeah. the Silver Palette Cookbook that's from an decades dish. ago. That is that is like an impressive dish. It is. 
And it's, again, now let me say this, you know, it's easy. It is pretty easy. Right? I it mean, is. I know like, it's easy. All the I've time watched... just goes into the making the marinade. It's fabulous. But it's, it's a marinade mm. that includes green olives and black mm. olives yeah, and like also brown figs. sugar, figs, uh-huh. and uh, bay, um, bay leaves. Uh-huh. And I don't remember what else is in there. But that, when that comes out, that's so unusual looking. Yeah. Don't you feel good about that? It smells great. It looks good. And it's scrumptiously mm, I think so. Uh-huh. Very nice. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm just kind of curious. I mean, you know, we had a free moment here. And I'm thinking, what is it that, you know, because people talk about. But here's the, here. I have never tried to make a dinner. Impressive? Right? I've ne- No. Like you've never made like, you know, we're going to have lobster tonight. You ever do that? No. You know, they're stopping in the UK. Sorry, just kind of popped in my head. I read this the other day. The UK is going to stop. They're going to pass a law that will prohibit lobsters being boiled in water because it's animal cruelty. I, You know what? I could never do that myself. To throw it in there. I could never do that. I mean, I get it. Do you do that? I used to work at Polize. <laughs> you saw a lot of lobsters in water. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a ton of lobster. Yeah. Right? I mean, you always feel bad. Yeah. But... You know, there it goes. But sure, do you like lobster? I don't love lobster. Oh, I do. I'd be happy to yeah. have a lobster. Yeah, yeah. Can you go to Roland's in the strip and have a lobster roll? My parents lo- always Fabulous. loved lobster. I'm happier with fish. But when I was in Maine, I mean, you eat like the yeah. natives do. I, mean, I certainly had a lot of lobster. I there. couldn't tell you the last time I had a lobster. I mean, it's not something you know, hey, what, you want a lobster? It's, like, it's a know, lot cheaper to get it in Maine than it is here. I'm sure like it that. is, yeah. They're, they're, and it's also a lot better. Because they're flying in, you know. Right. I don't know. I mean... Listen, when I was in Maine, which was three years ago, yeah. um, I have a friend who lives up there, Claire. Claire, I love you. She took us to this little place called, um, well, I don't, it doesn't matter what it's called, but you you go out onto a dock and you go, uh, you get your seat and then you go into a, this crazy, like a swinging door. Like a hut? Like a hut. Yeah. Seriously. I've been to these places. Yeah. You go in and they say, what do you want? And they say, okay, you know, I want a lobster and- Hush puppies. Hot, or something. And they say, okay. And then they go out in the boat. And they get the lobster. You know that's fresh. And then they bring it back and cook it. Uh-huh. I mean, like it was yeah. minding its own business, swimming on the bottom, well, like yeah. moments ago. And then I asked for the lobster, and that right. was the end of that. Poor lobster is a bottom feeder. You yourself are a top feeder. I guess so. Right? And uh, praise it God was, for that. It was delicious, but I. I but no. the but the boiling water thing is still. Is it's kind of rough. Yeah, it's kind of rough. Anyway. All right, should we take a break? I'm ready. All right, we'll come back in a minute. And, uh, oh, we're going to talk about birds. Birds on an airplane? Our good friend Sherry Lynn, this is like the worst story of her life. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. She's probably hiding under her bed right now. Does your school help your child imagine, believe, and achieve? Jubilee Christian School in Mount Lebanon does just that. And they've partnered with this station to offer half off a year's tuition for first-time enrollees. Here, your K-6 through grade student will discover their true potential with the help and love of certified teachers who bring their faith and passion for learning into the classroom using Jubilee's award-winning integrated curriculum. Get half off a year's tuition while it lasts at wordfm.com slash tuitions. If you're in HR, you're probably wearing a lot of hats. Recruiter, team builder, trainer, mediator, policymaker, and of course, paper pusher. But not anymore. Bamboo HR is the number one HR software for small and medium businesses. It manages all your employee data easily and automates countless tasks so you can focus on people, not paperwork. Bamboo HR frees you from spreadsheets so you can do your real job, creating a great place to work. 
If the data shuffle and paperwork mountain have you ready to hang up all your hats, you're ready for Bamboo. If you handle HR records and paperwork, Bamboo HR is a dream. Let us free up your time and put your days of pushing paperwork behind you so you can focus on the people and making your company a great place to work for everyone. Try PC Magazine's top pick for HR software free today. Just go to bamboohr.com slash HR. This is a limited offer, only available to radio listeners at bamboohr.com slash HR. That's bamboohr.com slash HR. It's Trinity Jewelers' fifth annual half-off, half-the-store sale. Trinity invites you to bring your better half July 15th through 21st and get half off half the store. 50% of all their jewelry will be going for 50% off. Select items up to 75% off. So shop early for the best selection. Trinity Jewelers half off half the store sale at Trinity Jewelers Mount Nebo Road. Celebrating 21 years at their schoolhouse location. Ends July 21st. Visit trinityjewelers.com. This is Pastor Tom Hall of First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh. Maybe you've missed church because of the pandemic. Maybe it's been years since you've come, or maybe you've never darkened a church door. But maybe it's time to discover God's love, God's truth, God's purpose for your life. Join us at First Presbyterian Church, 326th Avenue, downtown Pittsburgh, Sunday mornings at 1045 or online at fpcp.org. You are welcome here. When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. My mom is terrified of birds, and I think it's a pretty common is it? phobia. A bird phobia. That's, you think it's the movie exacerbated that? I don't know. I hate that movie. Yeah, it's not. It's, I mean, it's not, not a, a great movie, movie. No, it's, and it's really like ups- little, it's upsetting. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, I mean, birds pecking at your head. God, people I dying really don't like it. Yeah. So anyway, uh, you know the the bird phobia. Uh, apparently, there was a there were five birds who were on a flight out of Hawaii. Wait, the birds were on the flight? No. Well, people were on an airplane on the tarmac getting ready to depart, and this is the weird area. They don't know somehow. Five birds came on the airplane. They don't know how. No. What? There's a there's a hole somewhere. I don't know. They don't know. So you that know. can't be good. You know, you're in Hawaii, so I, you know, imagine tropical or whatnot. And all of a sudden, these birds came on the airplane while they're waiting to take off. You know, the door is open. I don't know if they, if it was in, the, you know, the runway. You know, it's it's rare for you know the door to be open to the outside now, isn't it? You know, usually it's yeah, it feeds. Right. In the old days, you would yeah, climb but it up. depends on where you go. Like if you, you know, if you're in probably when you flew into the Philippines, it wasn't like that, right? You got right, right off and walked down onto the yeah cement. tarmac. Yeah. yeah. But in Hawaii, you would think it would just come out of the airport and, you know, down a hallway. Maybe not. Into... Well, anyway, these five birds made their way onto the airplane. The people had to leave the plane, and then airport workers spent more than an hour trying to get these birds out of the plane. 
They couldn't get the birds off. Well, you know, they turned out all the lights in the plane. Are they all these people to... still sitting there while this well, is going some on? Some people had. To act. Could you imagine, like, if you were fearful of birds, and all of a sudden there's, you know, you're <laughs> in your seat with a seatbelt strapped in to ready to go. That's horrible. You know, up into the sky. Listen to me laughing. That's terrible. Yeah, birds get loose inside the cabin. Did they finally take they off? They finally did, of course. Yeah, yeah. But it's just one of those weird stories. You think all the technology in the world, right. and what interferes? Nature, and it. Things, you know, come to a halt, kind of like where we've been in the last 18 months or whatever. Anyway, we'll take a quick break, step away for the 5 o'clock hour. When we do come back, you don't want to miss this next story. What an incredible testimony during our 5 o'clock hour. Please stay with us. Listen on your smart speaker, the Word FM app at wordfm.com, iHeart, tune in, and on radio.com, in the car or at home too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. President Biden is urging Russian President Putin to take action against cyber criminals based in his country. White House correspondent Greg Cluxton reports. During an hour-long phone call, the president pressed Putin to crack down on Russia-based cyber attacks and repeated his warning of possible consequences. He reiterated that the United States will take any necessary action to defend its people and its critical infrastructure. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki. Friday's conversation came less than a month after the two leaders met in Geneva and following a new ransomware attack in the U.S. last weekend. Greg Cluxton the White House. And the president has signed an executive order, the White House bills, as an effort to target anti-competitive practices in tech, healthcare, and other parts of the economy while boosting workers' wages and consumer protections. On Wall Street, the Dow ahead nearly 500 points. This is SRN News. It's Trinity Jewelers' fifth annual half-off, half-the-store sale. Trinity invites you to bring your better half July 15th through 21st and get half off half the store. 50% of all their jewelry will be going for 50% off. Select items up to 75% off. So shop early for the best selection. Trinity Jewelers half off half the store sale at Trinity Jewelers Mount Nebo Road. Celebrating 21 years at their schoolhouse location. Ends July 21st. Visit TrinityJewelers.com. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof. Or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. With over 50 years experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you've lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows or Us offers 12 months, no interest financing, and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how would you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding and roof replacement, offer valid through 83121. All with 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That is windowsruspittsburgh.com. At Eden Christian Academy, hope is rising. Hope that is secure in God, that builds faith, and inspires a love that can't be stopped. Eden is where parents find hope in a true educational partner, where students see faith woven into every subject. 
and where teachers model the love of Christ to every child from pre-K through 12th grade. Schedule a personal tour at any of their three North Hills campuses and witness the hope, faith, and love that Eden can offer your child at EdenChristianAcademy.org. Welcome to Parent Teacher Night. Oh, yes, Miss Garner. If you have one of those airline credit cards, you're probably not earning double miles on every purchase. You're right. My card only gets extra miles on some types of purchases. With the Capital One Venture Card, you earn unlimited double miles everywhere. Wait, but where can we use them? You can use Capital One Venture Miles on any travel purchase. Venture gets an A+. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? How would you like to participate in stock market gains but never stock market losses? Join Mike Badalini for the Retirement and Income Radio Show, Saturday mornings at 1130 a.m. here on WORD. You can also call Mike Badalini now for your complimentary customized retirement and income kit and 115-page retirement and income book at 844-449-SAFE. That's 844-449-7233. We'll see partly cloudy skies tonight. It'll be good weather for sleeping. Tonight will reach a low of 54. Tomorrow, less humid with times of clouds and sunshine. It'll be more comfortable. We'll see a high tomorrow of 76. Sunday, mainly cloudy and humid with widely separated thunderstorms. Sunday's high, 81. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Weird weather, isn't it? Isn't this strange? Were you home today and Can did you have like... I, again, I sound like I'm really impatient and ungrateful, and I probably am both. <laughs> but I'd like it to just be 80 for a while. It's what? either 95 Fun. and humid or catastrophic storms and like 60. I kind of like it. Okay. Do you, what, no, it, today's been great, hasn't it? Today, it, it's, it's just very, very humid. It's like unbelievably humid. Yeah, well, you can't choose your weather. Okay. Right? You're the one who brought it up. Yeah. I don't know what you expect me to I'm say. I'm just saying, you know, the, the, it's weird. I was home today, and all, and all of a sudden, you know, it's like 10 o'clock this morning. It like crashing major storm, and yeah, then in 15 huge. minutes it went away. I know. Like, oh, the sun came out. I was like, oh, Super la, la, weird. la, 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 la. Very nice. Maybe it's the perfect opportunity for me to tell you. Tell me what. Your weekend oh, has begun. Fabulous. It's five minutes past the five o'clock hour on a Friday afternoon. I would say at least in this corner of the world, all is right and well. Is it not? Exactly. You got weekend plans? Uh I'm, uh, uh, yeah, I do have a weekend. Oh, though. okay. All right. Doing a little thing with the neighbors tonight. A little going over thing to it, with the Going neighbors. over to the neighbor's house. Are you? Mm-hmm. Bunch of musicians live in our neighborhood. Oh, you told me. Now, wait. And I, there's going to be your, like a little thing. A little uh, shindig. Mm-hmm. A little, yeah. is your husband taking part in that? Uh, he pull I, out his guitar? I probably will. Or his trombone? I would much rather see him pull out his trombone just because Heck it's yeah, man. my favorite instrument. Does he play the trombone just to, uh, as a refresher? Uh, not very often. I've never seen him play the trombone. Never no. Mm. I mean, that'd be kind of a cool thing, wouldn't it? I love the trombone. He was a great trombone player before he switched instruments. What the heck? So there tonight... Were, there were no gigs to I be mean, gotten. Plenty of guitarists, plenty of you know bassists, plenty of drummers or whatnot. Not that many trombonists. I'll tell him that he should switch back. I think so. Okay. I mean, you know. I'm just, sure he'll be eager to hear what you and I think. Just about for the that. oddity of it all, isn't it? Bring out the trombone, everybody. 
Who doesn't love a trombone? Who's that? Was that uh, Tommy Dorsey? Was Tommy Dorsey, one of the great. Uh, I, I regret yeah, I to so. tell you, I'm not sure I what think instrument it was. He I think played. it was Tommy Dorsey. I believe so. Yeah. Benny Goodman was the clarinetist. Yes, that's right. right. I mean, I'm just thinking about my parents. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Oh, they, they, they would hold up like Tommy Dorsey, like you hold up Eric Clapton. You know, hey, man, play. there's Tommy Dorsey in the trombone. You go, yeah, what you're the? right. He did yeah, play trombone. There he is. Warm. I think Jimmy Stewart played him in a movie. Oh, and that's probably why it sticks in your head. I think so, It's yeah. the Jimmy Stewart right there. And version. There he is, working the thing. Mm-hmm. What, is, what is that thing called? Slider. Slider. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, what's new? Well, <laughs> we got the Olympics coming up in just about two weeks. Yeah. And uh, news came a couple days ago that we're going to have the Olympics with no fans. Which you know has caused people all over Japan to say, "What then? What here we doing? we just spent three billion dollars getting ready for the, you know, huge event that was supposed to happen last year had to be canceled because of COVID. Now it's going to happen this year, and now nobody can go. Right. So all the ticket revenue done. The sixty-eight thousand seat stadium is going to have nobody in it. I mean, it's going to be crazy. But even worse than that, and I I thought about this a lot since the day they announced it." It has to impact how the athletes perform. Sure. I mean, can you imagine the difference running in an empty stadium? Well, look at last year for and, baseball and right, football. And running in you know, a stadium filled with almost 70,000 yeah. people. i got to be honest. Uh, you know, at, I really wasn't aware that the Olympics was like happening. That's how far disconnected I was. Then you started talking to me about it, and I was like, oh, yeah, I guess the, it, this is going to happen. Then I thought, there's no way the Olympics are going to happen in Japan. I mean, they, they're still under COVID siege. But now it looks as though, it, of course, it is going to happen, even though athletes are coming into the country and they're, you know, they're, they're testing positive for COVID. But wouldn't it be better if instead of like they just did traditional, like some of the stuff, I go, I'm not really interested in that. What, sports-wise? Yeah. How about they like just the did can, like... Like the canoe slalom? The canoe slalom. I'm glad even, you brought that up. I can't even up. figure out exactly what that what, could be. I mean, just there's some weird things in the Olympics. Why do I even care about that? Because that's what makes the Olympics awesome. That's why we watch it. Uh, you know, to be honest, I prefer that they just did like, you know, dodgeball Olympics. Okay, now something like that. Uh, now, I, I did, if there was if there if dodgeball was an element was a sport was a competition in the Olympics, everybody would watch it. It would be the most popular thing. I think so because it would be ridiculous. Right? Have you played dodgeball? You know the humiliation. I had my finger broken in dodgeball. Let's see, what grade was that? Sixth grade. It's the humiliation it of dodgeball. It's horrible. Everybody knows dodgeball, oh, dodgeball. is the worst no, sport. No, it's a blast. No, it's not. You if, know why you think thought it was a blast? Because you were a boy. Because you were a boy and you were strong. Yeah. Every weak little girl yeah. hated dodgeball right. because all you just went out there and just got ruined. Right. You got hit in the head and then it's you had terrible. to sit down. Right. It was, you know, there's a lot of humiliation. But if yeah. you were fast and you could grab the ball, man, it's a lot of fun. Because you're just. Because you're a boy. Messing on people. Okay, listen. There are five new sports in karate this year. Or, no, I just gave one of them away. Oh, karate. There's five new sports in the Olympics. Five new sports. In, okay, so one of them yeah. was what? Canoe slalom? Well, I don't know if that's new, but I know that it's one of the sports. Okay, Okay. so karate's going to debut at this Olympics. Mm. Uh, Surfing. Surfing is an Olympic sport? This will be the highly anticipated debut. Do you watch surfing? I I watched it on Wide World of Sports when I was like nine. I mean, it's beautiful. Who could? I, I like to watch it. How are you? I don't know how you judge I that, but I just okay. Go those guys. But I mean, they okay. It's very uh, skateboarding. Skateboarding. Mm-hmm. That's number three. All right. I mean, well, they do. They they kind of do skateboarding on skis in a way. You're in, in that tunnel. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Right? Well, that's so that's why. That's what it feels I, like. If if you do the, I'll, you can't let one extreme sport in 
and like say no to the rest of them, I guess. Right. Number four, sport climbing. What is that? Like rock climbing up a wall? Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, the wall, you know, the one. Yeah. yeah. That seems like a. There's speed climbing, lead climbing, and bouldering, which is Who's similar to that? lead climbing, but on a lower wall and with no safety ropes. All right. And uh, the fifth one is um, men's baseball and women's softball. Men's baseball? Baseball's a sport? Like, so, wait, so, like, whenever they did basketball, they brought all these NBA greats in. Mm-hmm. Or is anybody from the Major League Baseball playing Olympic baseball? Well, I don't oh, know. Oh, but remember, uh, it was a Todd sport. Todd Frazier, late of the Pirates, I think is going to be on the Olympic team. Oh, is that right? I believe so. Well, you know, it was an Olympic sport. And then there was some kind of, I don't know. It like took a hiatus for a while Mm. and now it's back. So, but I don't think that, uh, okay, it says here, men's, I'm reading here from fansided.com, men's baseball and women's softball have not been contested since the Beijing 2008 games. Mm -hmm. But given their widespread popularity in Japan, both of the sports are, of course, so huge there, it's not all that surprising to see them baseball and softball. That's cool. I mean, I I like both of those sports. Yeah. I'd be happy to watch. Yeah. You know, I heard an interview today on another station, um, a uh, player talking about what it's like to play professional baseball in Japan versus here. Yeah. You know what he said? What? He said in Japan they don't fasten onto the uh all the cyber metrics. Oh, that's good. Cuz I'm tired he, of that. And he's an American guy. Yeah. He was saying I actually like playing in Japan better now. Really? Yeah. Because it's not all about stat 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 stat. Exactly. I mean, that's fine. So maybe the you think the numbers are hurting us there? All the mean? like all of you know. This is the speed of the pitch. This is the. It's I for- a little too much for me. I could really care less about it. I just like I went to like I said the other day. I went to a first pirate game. I just kind of want to sit there. It's one of those games where it's so slow that I'm having a conversation with someone. You know, we're talking, and then you kind of look over and you go, "Oh, look at that. That's cool." And then you go back to the conversation. If I can't micromanage baseball to the nth degree like that, spin ratio and yeah, you, I can't. It's too much for me. It's like it's like super geek. That's all. I can't. I just that distances me from the sport. I agree, one hundred percent. I just want to sit there on a summer evening and enjoy it and feel good about and it. And have everybody all. leave you alone. Right. Okay. So when do the Olympics start? By the way, uh, two weeks. Are you, you obviously you're planning on watching? It's the only thing I watch really? for the entirety of the Olympics whenever they're on. Well, how about the opening ceremonies? Are there's going to be no? But I don't how like. Are they gonna, I don't wait, care about how are they that. Do that. I don't know. Wait, I, mean, I haven't heard anything about super that. Super weird. I don't care about the opening and closing ceremony. You know what I like? To, I like to see their other outfits. Okay. I mean, they have a little fashion thing. That's fine. That's kind of fun. I think it's weird. Well, I think we get into all no, like this is weird. our country's interpretation. They're waving. Everyone's Whatever. waving, and they're all okay. happy and stuff. We're not going to do that this time. Maybe they do like high school. Floats. Oh, they'll walk in. Maybe they'll walk in, but there won't be. They won't wave because who are they going to wave to? Nobody. Well, they'll be waving to the television That's camera. True. That's all. Well, let's take a quick break. Come back. Uh, listen, when we come back, you don't want to miss this next segment. This this, uh, this next guest has a testimony to tell that is heartbreaking and fascinating at the same time and, in the end, triumphant. That's straight ahead. The ride on with John and Kathy. Pittsburgh's Christian Talk here on Word FM. In the good old summertime, in the good old summertime, it may sound a little corny, but it really is the good old summertime at the Springhouse in 84. The sun is shining, the cows are out on the pasture, the sweet corn is almost ready, the Springhouse produce tables are filled with freshly picked vegetables, and we're up to our elbows in ice cream. 
And you know what? That all makes the Springhouse a very fun place to be. Why not jump in the car right now for a country drive to 84? Come for homemade lunch or supper or just to eat ice cream and enjoy sweet country air. Be sure to take home our famous chocolate milk and baked goods. Don't forget that. We're just four miles east of Washington on Route 136, and it doesn't take long to get to us. Call 228-3339 for more directions to the Springhouse in 84. 101.5 WORD. The station with Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music every weekend. With the best new music. New New music. Brand new is brand new from Kobe James. You make me brand new. Look what you've done from Tasha Layton. Look what you've done. May Angelus never want to go back. And I don't want to go back. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. As you know, Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of their lives. Now, Mike didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream Bed Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep, which is crucial for our busy schedules. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Now, Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Now, the first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you'll never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors, and Mike is making a special offer for our listeners. You'll receive two for one low price plus free shipping. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code WORD. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-391-0954, promo code WORD. Cornerstone Prep in West Mifflin provides preparation for life, supporting the goals of Christian families across 15 South Hills districts. At Cornerstone Prep, pre-K through 12th grade students are equipped through biblical discipleship and authentic education that features the arts, sports, AP and dual credit courses, and a heavy STEAM emphasis that ensures Christian students are fully ready for life after graduation. Now offering five-day pre-K for three and four-year-olds, Cornerstone Prep, preparation for life at cornerstoneprep.net. People are amazing. Aren't they? They sure. I mean, the, I don't know. The challenges some people face are just really something else. You, I mean, you hear people's stories and you go, really? You did that? You worked through that? You rose above that? Well, Vanitha Reisner is with us. Vanitha Reisner is a writer, a speaker who helps people find hope in the midst of their suffering. Part of her story is losing her infant son, which was the inspiration for the hit song Held, recorded by Natalie which Grant. Is beautiful beautiful song. Never knew the connection to Vanitha, so I'm excited to talk about that. Vanitha is also the author of The Scars That Has Shaped Me, How God Meets Us in Suffering, and she's here today to tell her story. Vanitha, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here. Yeah. For those of you who hear Vanitha's voice and would like to uh, watch the show, you can do that too. Vanitha is joining us via Zoom, so you can log on right now to 101.5 Word FM and watch the ride home. Vanitha, we're happy to have you with us today, and um, You've got, as John said, an unbelievable story, and you've written it really beautifully. So let's start at the beginning. Um, should we start with you being a kid? And um, yeah. that's probably where the journey started for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. So I'll just, should I just jump right in? Yeah. Just please jump do. right in. We'll interrupt you as we go along. Okay. 
Well, I was born in India, and when I was three months old, I contracted polio. Now, I was born way after the uh, vaccine was developed, but polio wasn't totally eradicated. Um, and so my parents in India, they give the vaccine at six months old, and I was three months old. So I hadn't had the vaccine. I had 103 degree fever. Oh Actually, it might have been 105, and it was 105, and my parents had no idea what it was. They took me to the doctor and the doctor had no idea what it was. It was actually a friend. The doctor was not in. And so it was a friend who was a, a doctor. And she looked at me immediately and said, oh, she has typhoid. Hmm. So she gave me the wrong medicine for it because she'd never seen polio. And so within a day, I was paralyzed. And within a week, I was completely, I was quadriplegic. And then they realized what I had. My parents took me to another doctor and they said, oh my gosh, she had polio. And so that's sort of where my story starts was I was basically a quadriplegic. The doctors told my parents, leave India because there's nothing we can do for her. So we left India, my parents moved to England and that's where I had my first surgery when I was two years old. And by the time I was 13, I'd had 21 operations. Oh my goodness. goodness. Yeah, so it was... But it's funny, I didn't know any different, honestly. So we moved from England to Canada. And that's when I had most of my surgeries. And I was in a free hospital in Canada, the Shriners Hospital, where I lived for um, probably half of my life before I was 10. I was there for nine months straight in a body cast. And that was really most of what I knew. So my life was, it was hard, but it was only when I came home that I knew that other people had a different life than I did. Interesting. So here in the United States, as you said, you know, the polio vaccine came in for the most part. Polio has been eradicated from the United States and most of the world. So after all of those surgeries, Vanitha, how are you physically? Right now, honestly, I'm, I was doing really well, I would say in my twenties. So I, um, had had so many operations. I exercised every day. I walked to work. I lived in Boston, but then now I have something called post-polio syndrome, and I know, don't know if people sure. are familiar yeah. with that. My father-in-law had that. Oh, okay. Well, 20 to 30 years after you first contract polio, sometimes you get post-polio syndrome, which means all your muscles are going backwards, and eventually you can get back to the place where you were when you first got polio. So I could become a quadriplegic again, see. which has been hard, honestly, because I had this fairly independent life and my life has gotten to be a lot more dependent. Um, I use a wheelchair more than I walk. Um, My arms are failing. So kind of, I had this really great time in the middle of physical independence and now I'm sort of getting more and more dependent. So Vanitha, um, you have a different perspective on life just because of your, because of the condition that you've known since you were born. Talk about your um, relationships with other people, um, maybe students that you went to school with, or whether it was in elementary school, high school, college. What what was that like? Did, did you feel like, you know, you were talking to someone who had grown up in, you know, a, a different hemisphere? Yeah, so my relationship in grade school was I didn't have a lot of friends. Um, and partly that was me, but there were kids that made fun of me kids when I was seven years old kids um, called me a crippled and threw stones at me and I had just learned how to walk and so I remember thinking the world is not safe Um, when I was in high school my whole excuse me my whole goal was to be popular so I worked super hard at that 
And I think I thought I needed to behave a certain way to make friends. And so I decided who I needed to be and I became that. And the person I wanted to be was Tiny Tim. I don't know if you're familiar with sure, Tim sure. Carol, but Tiny Tim is this self-effacing, like, let me think about everybody else before me. And honestly, I, I am not like that. I'm not think about everybody before me, but I became that person just to make friends and found that I really did make friends. But there was a real disconnect between who I was and what I thought of God then I came, became a Christian in high school and made some really close friends, which was kind of amazing, just the way God met me in the midst of that, and really have made amazing friends since. And I'm pretty dependent on my friends, honestly. I um, have been through a lot of different kinds of suffering, which we may or may not get to talk about, but friends have really been there for me. So I'm so grateful for the way people have reached out to me. Hmm. Talk about your spiritual life. You became a Christian in high school. What was that like, and how was that received by your immediate family? Uh, it was life-changing for me because I was a pretty bitter person on the inside. Now, I looked like Tiny Tim to the rest of the world, but not to my family. And I was pretty angry at my, my poor sister, who was really my best friend. She got the brunt of that because I would just take out my anger on her. <laughs> And when I became a Christian, though, I grew up in a Christian family and we never talked about like accepting Christ, really. Everybody just assumed you were a Christian. So I didn't tell my family, but they knew. My mom told me later when she found out when I had come to Christ, she said, we all saw a huge difference in you. So that was kind of incredible because you don't really see the change in yourself, but God really does change us when we when we come to Christ. So that was just this amazing thing for me, from my sister, my mom to say, yeah, we knew, even though you didn't tell us, we saw that you were different. Fabulous. Vanitha Reisner is with us. Her new book, Walking Through Fire, a memoir of loss and redemption. She's joining us not only here on the air and the radio, but also on Zoom. So you can watch the program even now on Facebook, The Ride Home with John and Kathy, 101.5 Word FM, or you can watch it later. Um, Vanitha, I, I want to talk about Held. Um, this is a Natalie Grant song that many people are familiar with. I've known it for a long time. It's a beautiful song. I never knew that this was your story until today. So tell us about your son. Yeah. So I had a son who had a hypoplastic left heart, and we found that out when I was 20 weeks pregnant with him, went in for a regular ultrasound and found out that he had half a heart, needed to have surgery at birth or else he would die. Mm. So we ended up finding the best surgeon in the world, actually, um, flew to Michigan, which is where I um, had Paul. And everything was going great, actually. The surgery was wonderful. We came home, everything. He was ahead on all the milestones. And he was so ahead, we took him into the local cardiologist, the pediatric cardiologist. And he was out, the one that we normally saw. And we had a substitute. And he looked at Paul, our son, said, oh, my gosh, he is doing so well. He doesn't need all the medication he was on. And he was on so much medication. We were just just around the clock he was on medicine so we were thrilled we thought that meant that he was going to be fine but it ended up that he wasn't fine he needed that medicine and so three days later he died and that was so crushing to me because we had done all this work we had done all the research we had prayed and fasted and Paul was doing well and then he died because of a doctor's mistake 
And that was really sort of this crisis of faith for me. And yet it seems it seemed arbitrary. Yeah. It felt like, why would God let us have so much hope and then let it be gone because of a doctor's mistake? So that was just this huge crisis of faith for me. And a really good friend of mine named Krista Wells came, um, well, she became a good friend. She actually brought us a meal after Paul died. And we ended up talking a lot about where God was and how God had met me in the midst of that. And so she wrote the song Held and um, Natalie Grant um, recorded it uh, several years after uh, Krista had written it. But the first verse is all about our story. It starts off, Paul died when he was two months old. And the song is two months is too little, but they let him go. They had no sudden healing. And it was funny because when I was pregnant with Paul, I had a lot of people say, well, if you just pray the right way, he's going to be healed. Like you don't even have to worry. And so that was this thing that I kept thinking, if I'm faithful, if I pray the right way, then this will all work out. And that was just really hard when your son dies and people kind of think you didn't do the right thing. And yet Krista, who wrote the song and I talked about God holds us in our pain. That's the promise. It's not that everything's going to be fine. The promise is that God will be with you in your pain. Amen. Vanitha Reiser is with us. Vanitha, uh, we don't want to give away um, you know, the whole story. We want people to engage with the scars that have shaped me, how God meets us in suffering. But clearly, the narrative, one of the major narratives of your life is that you've been surrounded by suffering from an infant forward. So when you see yourself now where you are as a woman of, of accomplishment, I mean, and a mom, there's been a good life surrounded by your suffering. So when you think about this, when you pray about this, when you talk about this, as you do here now, what's your takeaway of the great joy that you have, but also there's a lot of suffering as well. I think that suffering draws us to God in ways that prosperity or pleasure or all of those things never can. And I think that is the greatest gift of suffering. Um, few, several months ago, God came this word picture that has kind of describes what I think God does for us in suffering. And I think our lives are like wrapping paper and it's what everybody sees. We look at the bows and we look at everybody else's wrapping paper. And that's what Mm. we compare our lives to is somebody else's paper and we envy other people for what they have and it depends on what we want but a lot of times it's a family it's just this perfect life and suffering tears that paper and so it's no longer this beautiful pristine paper it's torn and we first mourn the tearing it's so bad because what we wanted what we were looking at what other people see is all gone But we forget that wrapping paper wraps a gift. And so when our paper is torn, we can see the gift. And the gift is God. I mean, that is the greatest gift that we have. That is the gift. And so I think suffering gives us a glimpse of what's really important. Mm. And that's why I think suffering, when you suffer with God, you see that life in Christ is so much deeper and God is so much better than anything this world has to offer. Hmm. Vanitha, before you leave us, tell us about your daughters. Um, Tell us about the other joys in your life. Yeah. 
So I have two daughters. Um, the older one, Katie, is getting married in October. Um, and she is she's amazing. And my younger daughter is amazing too, Christy. And um, she is working and living at home, which has been fun. She graduated from Wheaton uh, a year, a little over a year ago. And I'm married to an amazing man named Joel. And we've been married oh, six and a half years. Fabulous. Okay. Well, Vanita, it's been a real pleasure to meet you, and we were grateful that you shared your story here on the show. And I can't wait to read your book. I mean, I've heard so many good things about it. Um, so, uh, you know, we pray for you as you go forward. You know, we're eager to see how God provides for you, and um, we'd love to stay in touch. Oh, I would love that. Thank you. Our pleasure. The scars that have shaped me, how God meets us in suffering, Vanita Riser. We'll take a break. Stick around for just a few minutes. We want to talk about Jehovah's Witness and their reaction once again to COVID. Dare we say these have been unprecedented oh, times. I hear that word, that term one more time. Take it as you may, right? We have gone through all of us a very weird, difficult time mm-hmm. these past 15 plus months. Now, if you've had a child whether elementary school, high school, college. Hmm. How do you navigate that? God bless you as you went through that period. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that the truth? Every possible challenge. So we had kids at Grove City College, and they laid out a plan. Of course, there were some pitfalls along the way. Nothing's perfect. But through COVID and through the oddness of it all, they made it through. And they made it more than just working through the process. I would say that many students flourished yeah. in Grove City. Yeah. That's the surprising thing, isn't it? I mean, first of all, having an in-person graduation was terrific. Yeah. But even more than that, looking back on the year and thinking, yeah, the students survived it. But I really think there was significant growth that happened in large part because of how the Grove City administration and faculty handled their interactions with students on a daily basis. Amen. So if you've got a child thinking about that next step in life, We'd suggest you look hard at Grove City College online, gcc.edu. It's excellence, Grove City College. We want everybody to have a level of comfort knowing that they're in a safe environment, that they're in a caring environment, and that their health and well-being is our top priority. At Stock Family Dentistry, exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. We are constantly screening both ourselves and patients. I want my patients to know that we are there for them. When they are ready, we are here. You're going to be safe. You're going to be well cared for. On Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker too. Plus iHeart, tune in and on radio.com. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. 
Hey, ready to go? I sure am. My sleep has been great ever since I started treatment for sleep apnea. Well, nearly 30 million adults have it, including me. Now, let me guess. It was your snoring that gave it away? Oh, yes, it was. And intense snoring is one of the classic signs. Other signs include gasping for breath during sleep and daytime sleepiness. If untreated, the risk of heart disease and stroke increases. I didn't know that, but I'm glad to hear the treatment can help. Certainly can. To learn more about the warning signs, visit DefendSleep.com. We'll see partly cloudy skies tonight. It'll be good weather for sleeping. Tonight will reach a low of 54. Tomorrow, less humid with times of clouds and sunshine. It'll be more comfortable. We'll see a high tomorrow of 76. Sunday, mainly cloudy and humid with widely separated thunderstorms. Sunday's high, 81. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. your experience is with Jehovah's Witness. I mean, there's been times in our neighborhood where there's been an active presence mm-hmm. where, you know, men and women would come together generally as a couple, you know, two women or a man and a woman together. They would knock on your door, right? Uh, you would engage. They always had a pamphlet that they wanted to give you a tract. Uh, very polite, mm-hmm. uh, engaging conversation about the Lord, but not really going wanting to engage too deeply. I'm not going to be a Jehovah's Witness, but I did always appreciate their their gentleness and their willingness to engage in evangelism and their sacrifice to be doing something really uncomfortable. Very difficult, right? Very difficult. Very uncomfortable. Um, during the pandemic, they continue, Jehovah's Witnesses do. Again, uh, I'm not a Jehovah's Witness, nor do I believe in their mission and how they view Jesus. But uh, I've gotten, have you gotten letters? I've gotten letters, like four or five handwritten letters from you know people saying, they don't know who I am, but it's addressed to me, it's handwritten, and they're saying, praying for you thinking about you if you'd like to engage further and talk to us about jesus here's my phone number i mean i've probably i'm seriously four or five really i don't think i've got though as you were talking about that i was thinking i've seen one of those letters Hmm. so maybe it was a family member or friend or something i don't remember receiving them what about uh, the face-to-face conversation have you engaged in that i have Mm -hmm. and what was your experience there like i said um they how they look at Jesus, I'll be charitable, is certainly not, to me, mm-hmm. biblical. Right. By any stretch of the imagination. Right. But they do want to engage in Jesus' talk. Right. And so, I always and ha- find that interesting. And don't, don't you want to do that? Yeah, I find it interesting. Whenever you can. But it's, it has been a frustrating experience for me. That doesn't mean it's not worth doing. No. But it has been frustrating. Yes. Well, any time that someone engages with you, I believe, in a non-biblical way and want to talk about Jesus, ultimately it's frustrating. Mm-hmm. But I I just love them for their willingness to be out there. Right. To be so open. I admire that. I admire that. Okay. So what? So they were not out at all during COVID. No. And again, I'm, I'm reading an article today. Uh, this is from Religion News Service. The pandemic has mean putting principles ahead of personal preferences. This is by uh, Alejandra Molina for RNS. They, they say, quote, our preference is to meet together, to hug one another, to greet one another, to see each other's smiles like sure. ours. Right. But our principles won't let us do that. Not yet, uh, says Robert Hendricks, who is the U.S. spokesperson for Jehovah's Witnesses. So for the second year, the global denomination of 8.6 million people is holding its annual large-scale summer worship conventions online through August. Kingdom Halls, which is their churches, 
Um, they are not going to meet. They remain closed, and of course, really. So they're not going to meet at all, even no. no matter where they are, no matter what the vaccination That's status. They're, no ma- they're not going to meet, and no door-to-door preaching has resumed. So they're just—they've shut down operation, basically. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, Jehovah's Witness out in the neighborhood. I don't respond well when people come to my door. I mean, if it's a friend, I do. But I, why are you laughing? Because I'm the same way. <laughs> Well, you we see, live up on a you've hill. You seen Sebastian Maniscalco's thing about when neighbors come over. That's Someone's coming over. Thing. Hey, who's at the door? Someone's knocking. Someone wants to come in our house. Everybody, get down! One hundred one point five WORD. Okay, everybody in the car. Where are we going, Daddy? On an adventure. Yay! Adventures in Odyssey. It's not just a kid's show. It's a show the whole family can enjoy. Listen on this station. Adventures in Odyssey, tonight at 8 on 101.5 Word FM, W-O-R-D. Research shows people remember radio ads that remind them of the past. So to help you remember that Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need, here's an ad that'll really take you back. Back in my day, I heard a voice from the radio say, Liberty Mutual customizes my home insurance, so I only pay for what I need. I'm getting on in years now, but (laughs) heavens to Betsy, there are some things an old fella like me just never forgets. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Don't let pests scare off your returning customers. Get the help you need at BoozeBugStoppers.com. Get a free quote on a monthly or quarterly pest control and sanitation plan without a long-term contract that'll clean them up, block them out, push them back, and remove pests safely. Backed by Booze 100% Satisfaction Guarantee. When it comes to protecting your business and your guests, who are you going to call? Booze Bug Stoppers at BoozeBugStoppers.com. It's Trinity Jewelers' 5th Annual Half-Off Half-The-Store Sale. Trinity invites you to bring your better half July 15th through 21st and get half-off half-the-store. 50% of all their jewelry will be going for 50% off. Select items up to 75% off, so shop early for the best selection. Trinity Jewelers' Half-Off Half-the-Store Sale at Trinity Jewelers' Mount Nebo Road. Celebrating 21 years at their schoolhouse location. Ends July 21st. Visit trinityjewelers.com. Hi, this is Robert Jermolowski, owner of Doing It Right Roofing, Siding, Remodeling. Looking for a new roof or siding upgrade? Call us for a free estimate at 724-NEW-ROOF or visit roofingcontractorfitsburg.com. Learning has definitely changed these days. What hasn't changed is the unwavering support parents received from their local Christian school. Many were quick to adapt to the new normal with remote classes taught by caring teachers who pray for students and their families every day. With many schools offering half-price tuition for first-time enrollees, like Eden Christian Academy in the North Hills, it's a great time to consider Christian education. Find a school that's right for you at wordfm.com slash tuitions. We are everywhere on your radio at 101.5 WORD-FM, Pittsburgh, at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and at radio.com. It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week? I would say people are talking about the assassination of the Haitian president. 
that's shocking. It is. I mean, look, we, we've talked a lot, prayed a lot, raised funds for Haiti. We've been to Haiti. I mean, it's an upside-down, topsy-turvy mess of a country. It and really, really is. to think that this is the capstone on what's been going on there for the last you know, couple of years, it's just... I mean, it's really a shocking story. It really is. So that's what I think everybody was talking about, yeah. at least in my circles. How about yeah. you? Um, I'd say everyone's talking about the fact that we're going to have an Olympics with no spectators. Okay. I think that's going to be super duper weird. Yeah. And I think the Japanese people are thinking, why did we spend all this money? <laughs> right. I think that's what they're thinking. All right. Next. What was a conversation that made you think? I think it was Tuesday's show. Pastor Kirk Bjorklund joined us from Orchard Hill Church. And the conversation essentially was, when are you coming back to church? Um, it's known that at least 25% or more of regular attenders to Christian churches have not yet come in the front door. And you wonder about that, right? I mean, what's stopping people from coming back? When you look at here, Western Pennsylvania especially, I believe that things are back, to, pretty much back to normal, whatever that normal is. Yeah, seems like it. Right? I mean, vaccination rates are up and people are out running around. They're living their lives. They're, you know, maskless in restaurants and bars and grocery stores and ball games and whatnot. Heck, I mean, I've traveled on airplanes and I think it's pretty good. So if you're a believer, and Kurt was talking about this, what is preventing you from coming back? Right? Just pew it. Let's go back. Be part of your local congregation once again. It made a big impact on me. Kat? The conversation that um, made me think was on yesterday's show, 510. Uh, it was our uh, guest, Jared Bias, who we'd never met before. Um, but his subject was telling people they're wrong doesn't help them change. <laughs> right. And it was really good. I mean, it was it was an honest like back and forth about how we a lot of Christians, me at the front of the line – have just historically felt like our obligation is to just tell people what we think about what they're doing. Point things out. And Jared's point is, I, I just don't see that in the scriptures. Why do we do that? Why is that really necessary? Most people who hear that from us already know what we think and actually don't need to hear that from us. Yeah, so I'm into that. It was interesting. Yesterday's program. What did you eat? I'm going to continue on the theme that I've had for the last oh, several no, you're weeks. Oh, you going to say BLTs? No, I'm not. <laughs> my theme has I been, I become a new food group. <laughs> but my theme has been, it's not so much what you eat, but it's who you eat the food with. Oh, yeah. So this past week, I was so fortunate. I went to not one, but two picnics. Fourth mm-hmm. of July and a friend's gathering. Yeah. I had a burger. I had some, you know... I don't know, pineapple or some cherries or whatnot, all delicious, all fabulous. But what made it even really spectacular was the company. Yeah. Once again, you know, again, COVID. And you're back out in part of the mix. That's really, really good. Mm -hmm. So I loved eating the food. That was fine. But I really enjoyed the company much more. I have to go with you on that. Yeah, good. I do. I have to. I mean, we spent the 4th of July together. We did. I mean, not just the two of us. Our families were there, too. Yeah. yeah. It was like the two of us sat down. Um, But it was just... It's been a long time. Oh it's been gosh. a really, really long time since we've done that. It's been it's been, it's been so long um, that I got to say this that uh, we we were out. Kath and I were, and uh, we were at our friend's house, and it was dusk. And Kath and I were out in the deck. We were talking, and she looks over and she sees this guy, and she says, "There's a guy over there, <laughs> and I'm gonna wave to him so he doesn't think we're weird." <laughs> and I said. 
Kath. That's our friend Ken. <laughs> Whose house we were at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's been a while since we'd seen people. Kath is a little freaked out. Next. What did you watch? I watched uh, The Devil Wears Prada. Oh. Never seen it. Meryl Pro- Streep? Probably 15 years old, maybe. Oh, easily. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Why did you do that? Well, you know, to be honest with you, it popped. You might like this. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? It was one of those things. Yeah. And uh, it popped up, and I thought, you know, I've kind of always wondered what that movie was about. I never really watched it. Did you like it? I ended up Passion. really liking it. Of course you did, yeah. I mean, halfway through, I was like, oh, this is kind of disappointing. Like, why am I doing this? By the end, I was like, this is a really good message in this. Is that Amy Adams, right? No. It's, um... Uh, Meryl Streep? No, yeah, and Les Mis. Uh, and, uh, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And what's her name? Yeah, mm-hmm. I know who you mean. Yeah, right. you do. Her. Right. Not Anne Bancroft. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> anyway. Oh, why can't I think of her name? All right. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's is a it, great is it, movie. Is it on Netflix? Uh, it was on, uh, you know what? I had to get a free subscription to oh. stars to watch. <laughs> okay, fine. All right. Um, what did I watch? Uh, you turned me onto this. Oh, did I? And I love two episodes. Clarkson's farm. Oh my goodness. Isn't it good? Listen, we're fr- we're fans of Top Gear. We sure and Jeremy are. Clarkson is like sort of the lead dog in Top Gear, but on pr- Amazon prime, Jeremy Clarkson you know, he's been making a handsome living all these many years. He bought a thousand-acre farm in the beautiful English countryside. And, of course, he can't do anything halfway. He buys this massive Lamborghini tractor, and he learns how to farm. Now, of course, it's made for television, and right. it's delightful and ridiculous It and is, outrageous. and he uses himself as the, as the ridiculous, right. right? Saying, you know, I don't know what I'm doing, but look at all these people who farm every day, and look at how incredibly... Oh smart and capable and how they hard are they work and how none of us ever give them any credit right and he's got a 21 year old kid who's like you Kicking know his butt. diving through. yeah it's really great so if you've got amazon prime clarkson's Good. farm is well so worth a watch yeah and anne hathaway by the way was in deborah Westbrenner. what hacked you off oh i uh I've just been watching with horror the situation with COVID-19 in Indonesia. I visited there right before COVID hit here in the U.S. and met some really wonderful people. And um, the whole group that I was with ended up getting COVID within the last three weeks. And uh, one person has passed away. Um, A baby's been lost. And I'm just, you just look at the suffering that this virus has caused all around the world. And it's I don't know. I don't know how we get past it. I agree, hundred uh, percent. This is not. I, I think about this only because I think about it whenever it happens. But you know, um, the Russians—they uh, are just you know ready to crush our economy by this cyber war that we're engaged in. And I know that you know we're just seeing sort of the top layer. But you know, the president sat down with of the United States sat down with the president of Russia, and you think that they you know something would have been resolved. It just goes to show you how weird international relations are. Yeah, because that's not really a conversation. No, it's not. So we're being overrun. And, of course, I know that there's you know wars on both sides. But that cyber war thing, man, that hacks me off. And you know it's just going to get a lot worse. So people aren't dying on the battlefield, uh, at least not yet, and that's a very good thing. But the cyber war thing, that's scary, and it does hack me off. Yeah. What was the best news you heard this week? I love the story about Zyla Avant-Garde. She's 14 years old and won the script Spelling Bee last night. Yeah. She's the first person from Louisiana 
first African-American to win. And the best thing about it is that on top of her being obviously pretty good at spelling, she's a basketball prodigy. Okay, that's a good story. That's pretty good news. Yeah. Uh, best news for me for me this week, it wasn't a story. Again, it's kind of like, you know, gathering. I went to two baseball games. I went to a high school baseball game this week in my neighborhood. I was driving home, and I saw these guys playing on the field. I was like, i got to pull over. And I, I, I have not seen a high school baseball mm-hmm. game in a couple of years. And then I went with an old buddy of mine. We went to the pirate game. Say what you will. I'm not even going to who cares about that. But we just sat outside on a summer's night, and that was the best news. It's just good to be out, again, in the mix of humanity and feel that communal sense. I love it so much. That was the best news. And in closing, you two have anything meaningful for us? Well, the last couple of days, I've just my heart has just been with the people I was just speaking of um, who uh, are from Jakarta and have just been suffering so incredibly uh, with COVID-19. And um, I thought this morning of Psalm 56, I put it up on our Facebook page. Um, it says, you keep track of all my sorrows. You've collected all my tears in your bottle. You have recorded each one in your book. Amen. I've been uh, back in Matthew this week. And uh, in Matthew, uh, the story of Jesus who summons the apostles together. And I love the story because, you know, when you think about the apostles and a lot of times they're shadowy figures for the most part to me, right? We really don't know a whole lot about them. But in Matthew 10, 1 through 7, Jesus calls each one by name, right? And he, he anoints them in some ways. And I think Jesus called them by name. Jesus calls us mm-hmm. by name. He knows us. So I just take great heart that that lineage, uh, you know, out of Jesus' mouth into the ears of, you know, Paul and Thomas and to my ears as well. He calls us by name and it gives me great encouragement because of that. And that's John and Kathy's Week in Review. The UN has called what's happening in Lebanon the worst humanitarian crisis since World War II. COVID-19, political upheaval, a crumbling economy, and two million refugees, children and their families living in poverty and despair. But in the middle of it all, God is at work. More Muslim-cultured people than ever before are putting their faith and trust in Jesus. And on July 20th, 21st, and 22nd, Word FM will give you the opportunity to help Heart for Lebanon in bringing these hurting people from despair to hope. But you don't have to wait until then. Go to wordfm.com right now and find out how a single gift of $116 helps bring a child and their family survival essentials for the next four months and the hope of the gospel, which lasts forever. We want to take care of 100 children and their families that desperately need our help. So we're hoping you will be as generous as you can. Visit wordfm.com for details, or you can call 888-247-5499. That's 888-247-5499. Looking for a way to pay for that new home improvement you've been waiting for? 
ready to consolidate credit card debt at a lower interest rate. Figure offers multiple loan options that can help you improve your finances. From mortgage refinances to home equity lines and personal loans, Figure can help you find the loan that's right for you. Figure takes all the stress and hassle out of the process. Apply 100% online at figure.com and see your new rate in a few clicks. Figure out your finances at figure.com. Figure Lending LLC, equal opportunity lender. NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Need life insurance but have diabetes, high blood pressure, or on anxiety meds? If you're a 50-year-old male, even porky, or with type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of life insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. For affordable term life insurance, call term provider and speak with Big Lou at 800-555-1509. 800-555-1509 or visit BigLou.com. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. 800-555-1509. When the earth stands between you and a finished project, you need E&K Excavation. Whether you have to dig it, grade it, drain it, prep it, stabilize it, shape it, clear it, or dispose of it, E&K Excavation has over 100 years of combined experience and a fleet of heavy equipment to help you bend it to your will. They can handle any size project for your home or business, providing quality results on time and on budget. For a free quote, visit ekexcavation.com. They'll move the earth for you at ekexcavation.com. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Are you looking to grow your career with an MBA? Waynesburg University offers an affordable 100% online 30-credit MBA program, which can be completed in less than two years. To learn more, visit waynesburg.edu. think we're odd in the united states and we and we are of course you are but you know then you hear stories about other parts of the world and you think that's crazy mm-hmm. okay so listen to this okay. uh ukraine's ministry of defense says women who serve in the ukrainian armed forces must march in high heels <laughs> in a parade on august oh, the 24th my gosh to mark the 30th anniversary of independence from the soviet union and in this article that i'm reading there is um, Ukrainian women soldiers, and they're all wearing their camo, and you know they're they're tired in their in their uniforms, but they all have their right leg out in you know in step, and they look like the Rockettes. They do. They're wearing <laughs> black heels. Oh my gosh! Yes. Okay, okay, so the first thing that comes into my head is that's a decision a man made. Of okay? course it is. Yeah. Okay, but as I say that, I recognize that women also choose to do stuff like that what oh yeah women now i not would say you, i would say imagine? most women who are marching are not going to choose to wear high heels you're a soldier I, okay but i'm just saying do you see what women choose to wear out do you yeah, see do. the kind I of do. shoes they wear yeah i do see that yeah and that's no that's not a man telling them to do that that's their choice right but so there's fault on both sides if you're there. a professional soldier you're certainly wearing high heels is an absolute absurdity. Right. It's ridiculous. So Ukrainian media posted images of the marchers wearing high heels, and some people expressed their anger, right, of course. Uh, now there's, you know, a defense ministry meeting, and they're responding to criticism. So who knows? They're <laughs> I mean, responding to the, criticism. The weird thing is it's the 30th anniversary of independence from the Soviet Union, and you choose to celebrate by showing your military prowess by having women, women wear high, high heels. heels. That doesn't make any sense. That's devastatingly dumb so anything yeah just think 
it's kind of crazy to live here in the United States. There's always something a little bit crazier around the world. All right. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you one more weird story to all finish right. up. Um, you know, people dig in their yards uh, and they make incredible finds, right? I always wanted to find something cool in my yard. Me too. I mean, I go in my backyard and I believe that a portion of my yard was used as a trash dump. Oh, well, that's nice. Because I'll find old, intact glass bottles. In 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 the yard. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, apparently, uh, this guy was um, doing some work underneath his porch. He was putting a new porch in. So he started digging. He found 158 bowling balls <laughs> of various colors. Oh, that's awesome. So he reached that's out awesome. to the Brunswick people, and apparently... The Brunswick people, back in the 1920s and 30s, when bowling was just becoming a thing, had some production problems. They gave away defective bowling balls for people to use in landfills and places to cover up. Oh, so it wasn't some, like, crazy fan. No. Apparently, it's, you know, a construction project underway. I think it's still a bad idea. Hey, thanks for being with us. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday, God willing. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.